1: Do you really want to find out what's wrong with our world today? Well, you're going to find out on today's edition. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to our weekend edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Now, this has been quite a week gone by. The tragic situation in Texas and a number of other stories that that are making the rounds, including monkeypox. Where where do we begin a program like this today? I've been thinking all week how do we address what is going on? How do we get a better understanding of the culture, of the climate and most important, the spiritual deadness that is occurring in the western world? Now before I get into that that topic today, and it's going to be pretty much the bulk of today's program. And I think you're going to listen to the program and learn something for many of you. It'll give you a different perspective. I've said a thousand times, we're not going to fix things at the ballot box. We're not going to make the world a wonderful, happy, and moral, and just peaceful place. It's never going to happen. This year, like I say, I've been voting 50 years. Come November. And I've been trying to fix it at the ballot box for 50 years. Is it fixed? Of course not. Is it worse? You bet it is. Do we have great technology? Sure. We even got HDTV. But the heart of man is still even. And companies, any of the pharmaceutical companies... Well, they're in it for the money, not so much for your health, sadly, as we're increasingly finding out. Now, I just want to start out the program today. Call this uh, maybe a lighthearted moment to start the program, but it proves something. It shows that our media still doesn't get it, or if they do, they're ignoring it. This story comes from WNBC-TV New York City, Channel 4. WNBC-TV, and this has to do with the new Pfizer antiviral drug for COVID, Paxlovid. I think I'm pronouncing it correctly, Paxlovid, P-A-X-L-O-V-I-D, Paxlovid. And this story I found rather fascinating, because you remember it wasn't long ago that the Food and Death Administration approved a a treatment. CDC loved it, too. We're going to take care of people with COVID. We have something to treat them with now that we didn't have before. You know, the old treatment plan was get your lips turning blue, come to the hospital, we'll watch you suffocate, then shove a ventilator down your throat. That was pretty much what hospitals did for the pandemic. Oh, no, we don't do anything else but. That is the CDC protocol. And if we violate it, the insurance companies don't have to pay. That's what happened. So I saw this story, and I just want to share this story, and you'll understand why in a moment. And then we're going to move on to some extremely important topics that I think for some of you, you already may know it, but tying them all together may illuminate put some light in the darkness that we face in this world today. So here's the story. COVID-19 pandemic poses another puzzling question that is concerning several patients who have taken Pfizer's COVID antiviral drug, Paxlovid. They're experiencing rebounding symptoms after initially feeling better. And so they share the story of Matthew Boyd, a 32-year-old who lives on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, who tested positive for the coronavirus on May the 6th. He had a sore throat, sinus, and, and, and a cough. How frightening. The very next day, he started taking Paxlovid, and he finished the medication series Five days later, only to find his symptoms coming back. So Matthew Boyd, age 32, who lives on the Lower East Side, says that he had taken Paxlovid for five days. And on the first day off from taking the drug, I felt a little bit iffy. And by, you know, Friday, of a week or so ago, He was beginning to have mucus and feeling sick again. He was in pain and and started started feeling better a little later on. Now, here's the kicker. I want you to listen to this carefully. And WNBC TV shares this vital news story with you with a straight face. (laughs) I watched the video. For Boyd... For Boyd, this marks the third time he has been sick with the coronavirus. Two of these post-COVID vaccinations. Now, just wait a cotton-picking minute here. Let me see if I understand this. Matthew Boyd, age 32, lives in the lower east side of Manhattan in New York. He's tested positive again for the coronavirus. He's been taking... Paxlovid for the, he took Paxlovid for five days, felt better, and then the coronavirus came back. And this is his third go-round, third go-round with the coronavirus two times since he's been fully vaccinated. So the NBC, WNBC-TV New York story... It continues. Like I say, this is his third time with the coronavirus. Two times since he's been vaccinated. And he's just one example of a rebound. In other words, coming back down with it. Maybe that makes it the fourth time. I don't know. After taking the much-ballyhooed COVID pill, Everybody I remember when when Pfizer announced this that they had come up with a a real treatment. We don't have to use ventilators anymore. We've got a treatment. Boyd is just another example and and of course the medical experts say, hey, nothing nothing to fret about, but we should re, remain cautious because you know you could still be contaminating others. With the coronavirus. So let's make sure that we understand this. Paxlovid, made by Pfizer, is an antiviral medication that is supposed to combat SARS CoV 2 and is recommended to take during the first five days of developing symptoms. This therapy has been authorized, and I'm trying to determine. To be certain, I don't have it in front of me. Is it emergency use or is it fully authorized? WNBC-TV didn't say. Um, It's authorized by the Food and Drug Administration for for people over the age of 12 and prescribed for those that face some kind of a high risk of severe COVID infection. Now, wait a minute. I thought we were told by Joe Biden... That if we all just rolled up our sleeves and and took the vaccine, just get vaccinated and you can take off your mask and you won't get COVID. How many times did we, have we heard that? How many governors in how many states, and this includes some Republican governors, have made the phony claim that the vaccine, which is not a vaccine, will somehow make you thoroughly COVID proof. Hey, take the vaccine. Take off your mask. You won't get or spread COVID. Well, maybe we were wrong. I guess you can get or spread COVID. Maybe the symptoms will be less. Well, wait a minute. It seems that people that take the vaccine are coming down with COVID again and again and again. And I'm looking at these stories and some of these doctors and here's something that came out that I thought, and once again, this is in the WNBC story. And so here's this this doctor, Daniel Griffin, chief of infectious diseases at ProHealth, and says the rebound is just, you know, a mild reoccurrence. He, he still believes uh, that the FDA is correct in recommending for, you know, taking Paxlovid or Paxlovid, for five days. Now, now, here's something. I want you to listen to this, okay? It's interesting to note that whether you take Paxlovid or not, the same percentage of people, ready for this? The same percentage of people are going to have the same identical relapse. Now, what? What? So in other words if you take Paxlovid which is supposed to be an antiviral to treat COVID-19 COVID-19 and and for some strange reason those by the way during the testing phase with Pfizer for this particular treatment for for the coronavirus turns out the relapse rate was identical between those that took this drug and those that didn't that took the placebo and how do you how do you do a story like that how do you not question wnbc tv why why, why it, it doesn't work so who's getting how much does this stuff cost who's making money on it does it do any good the reason they're they're claiming some researchers are saying it has to do with the lack of time for the immune system to fight off SARS-CoV-2. I, you know, so is relapsing going to be common? In other words, all kinds of excuses for another failed ent- another, another failed idea from the FDA and the CDC. Once again, it doesn't work. I still see people, even in Georgia. Wearing a face mask, thinking that a face mask is giving them this wonderful protection from the COVID-19 virus. They're probably triple vaccinated and boosted and they got their face covering on, still walking around in fear. And, And I presented this story just to show you that here we are still trying to keep the pandemic alive in the minds of some. And it appears, it appears that this wonderful drug doesn't really do anything. The vaccines don't stop the spread or you getting COVID-19, which then begs the question, why are we still pushing these worthless vaccines? Okay, that's enough on that story. But I just wanted to share with you, this is mainstream media, New York City, scratching their head, trying to figure out how somebody taking an antiviral medication is on their third case of COVID, especially when they've been vaccinated. And these same people at WNBC and all the bankrupt intellectually, spiritually, morally, and journalistically. They all share that in common. You shouldn't really pay attention to most of what they have to say because truth is not their strong point. And here we are trying to figure out why the miracle drug from Pfizer, after the miracle vaccine from Moderna and Pfizer and J and J and and AstraZeneca and who knows what else, they don't work. In fact truth be known, the people that are statistically, as a group, most likely to be infected now with the coronavirus, to be in the hospital now with coronavirus, and supposedly dying of coronavirus, they're vaccinated, they're boosted, and that's why the narrative And if you happen to catch the other program I had this week with Dr. William Wong, the narrative is collapsing and has been collapsing. I said it it last year. It was going to collapse even when they were ramping it up. They know they could only carry this so far. But those that want to seek power and control, you know, the crew in Davos, Switzerland, at the World Economic Forum— They love the pandemic. They love the lockdowns. They love the absolute monitoring every move you made. Nice to know that our government has been buying cell phone data to spy on you. Did you stay at home? Where were you going? What were you doing? Frankly, government, it's none of your business. That's the whole idea of a constitutional free republic. It's none of your business. As long as I'm not hurting anybody else, breaking any laws, stealing stuff, what business of it is yours to begin with? I don't get it. And, of course, we're now being, you know, we talked about it earlier this week, you know, the good old monkey pox. Too
2: much monkey business. much
1: Now, the reason I want to share this little story is to show you that the idea of controlling your lives, perhaps monkeying with an election again, empowering elites around the globe, you know, they haven't given up and they won't. So get ready to lock yourself back in your homes if they have their way. Break out your mask and your prophylactic face shields and switch off whatever is left of your common sense so you can now once again follow the science, which is the same thing as follow the money. The survivors of the simulated apocalyptic plague of 2020 and 2021 are coming out of their covid bunkers they're trying to build back better as another biblical pestilence is being unleashed on humanity the dreaded monkeypox i, I and it's i see these stories it's it's spreading like like wildfire and there's this one guy has this thing as of basically thursday Monkey cases are monkeypox cases are doubling every one and a half days meaning 27 times in a week. At this rate of growth if this continues, the 228 confirmed global monkeypox cases, are you ready for this? We'll be more than 6,000 in one week. 150,000 in two weeks. 300 million in one month. And within five weeks and two days, every human being on the planet will have monkeypox. Can you believe this? Of course, these are the same kind of people that were telling me in emergency management two years ago that we would have 3 million people dead in the United States before the summer of 2020 the county in which I serve, 3,000 people were going to die in a matter of weeks. Never happened. To this day, nowhere near that number. Just a tiny fraction. And if you hadn't mistreated them in the hospitals, well, we'd have a lot more people living. What you need to understand is that the globalist of this world will do anything that they can to put you under their subjection and control. It's that simple. You know it and I know it. But that's not the greatest problem that we face. And this is what I want to address. And I I kind of apologize for taking this much time at the beginning of the program to talk about the virus and the monkeypox, and its relationships and everything else. Is, I do, but I just want you to be aware that I'm very aware at what is going on in the world of monkeypox and in the world of COVID. And so you still have people, the president and others, all this week have been still saying, you know, we really do need to be concerned about this, friends. <laughs> the dreaded monkeypox is here. It's been circulating, and now it's going to find its way uh, to be a problem in the United States. I'll only say this. We learned two things this week. Number one, where did this stuff really come from? Turns out it came from some people, uh, shall we say, engaging in homosexual activity at a party with many partners in Europe seems to be its source. Of course, the mainstream media can't say that because that damages their, their narratives on everything. We have a problem, not just with media in this country, we have a problem with dishonesty in government. And, and the only reason that I can give you for all of this dishonesty, besides power, is that we've lost our spiritual and moral compass a long time ago. I will never, and I know I've got a lot of listeners in Canada, the United Kingdom, and Australia, I know that. So I'm speaking primarily first about the United States, and I'm going to get on and and talk about what I see in the Western world. It is a terrifying thought that the United States is potentially – the last haven of Christianity on the globe outside of a few third world countries where the gospel is still being preached and people are still willing to give up everything for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Americans don't want to do that. Too many Americans want the comfortable church about me. I like the videos and the movies on the screen. I like I like to listen to the praise band. I like to sway to the music. And I like the message that they say, uh, you know, that, that that the guy with the skinny blue jeans with the spotlight on him as he talks to me and makes me feel better about me. That's part of our problem in the United States. We've been trading in true Christianity for a phony substitute. Now, I want to explain something, and we're going to get into this in this segment and also in the next segment, really deep in the next segment. Demons, Satan, the occult, evil, sin, sin being celebrated in churches no less. How does this kind of stuff happen? Well, obviously, the gospel is not being preached. Obviously, people are either abiding by a phony gospel or they've rejected the real gospel. There was a time in many nations where even if it was a slim majority, people, there were Christian people that made up that slim majority, okay? Christians were the salt and light in this world. that That's just the truism. That's what it was. The United States, I would say, honestly, if you look over its history, would be ever a perfect nation? Of course not. None ever are. And to worry about it now, uh, the sins of 300 years ago or 500, whatever you want to come up with, doesn't really help the conversation today. It's just more division, more anger. We're not unifying. We're not improving. We're just complaining and dividing and getting angry with each other for no apparent reason. And we blame everything except the root causes of anything. Evil is the root cause. I mean, Beto O'Rourke in Texas, he's he's a political clown just a clown. He is a freak show clown playing politics. You know, he's basically a table dancer as I've I, you know, I've seen him do it. Jumps up on a table, man, he's going to and he does all these political stunts in light of the tragedy in Texas. For people like Biden and Beto, they can't resist playing politics. Trying to get one up And blame the guns, blame this, blame that, blame everything except the root cause. Because if they blame the root cause, their power base, everything that upholds the Democrat Party, to be quite honest, today, today's modern national Democrat Party, and in many states, it is held up by sin and evil. It's its only foundation. Yeah, I said it. I'm not trying to be political, but this is what that party has bought into. They cry their crocodile stinking tears because of what happened in Texas and a tragedy, yes, it is. Avoidable, I bet it was. We have to get rid of the, the guns. That'll stop it. You know, this year, next month, will be 50 years since I graduated high school. And I mentioned this earlier this week. 50 years ago when I graduated high school, finishing my 13 years because that included kindergarten. Kindergarten through the 8th grade, and then 9 through 12 in a in a senior high school. The doors to my elementary school In a town, a growing large town in Long Island, about 30 some odd miles east of New York City, were never locked. Anybody could walk in off the street. Anybody could have come in in anger with a gun and killed us. We never worried about somebody coming into the school with a gun to shoot us. We worried about the Russians, of course, dropping the bomb, you know, the Soviet Union on New York City. And we had all learned, if we see a flash to the edge of the west, to hurry and jump under our desk to survive a nuclear blast. The foolishness of our time. When I went to high school in a rural community, in upstate New York, about you know, 10, 13 miles south of Lake Ontario, about 30-some-odd you know, miles east of Rochester, New York, on the northern side of the Finger Lakes. I don't remember any of the doors on that large high school being locked. There were more ways to come into that school from basically 6:30 in the morning till about four or five in the afternoon before the you know the, the custodial staff started to lock things up. We didn't worry about somebody coming to school to shoot anybody. In fact, the parking lot during hunting season was full of trucks and vehicles that had rifles and ammunition. On the campus. I can remember one of my friends in high school. English class, senior in high school, probably 50 years ago. He was wearing a Bowie knife on his leg. And the teacher saw it. And he goes, man, that's a cool knife. Where did you get it? And we passed it around the class, ooing and eyeing. Oh, this is a great knife. Where did you find that? Oh, at a store in Pittsburgh Plaza near Rochester. I got it last week. We didn't think about stuff like, you know, nowadays you have a plastic knife in your lunch. You know, you're a terrorist. Evil has been allowed to reign. We've destroyed the nuclear family. We have taken God out of the equation. We have mocked God. We have spit in his face in this country, the United States. And the true believers in Jesus Christ, now I've told you before, That 53% of all Americans have nothing to do with any kind of religion or faith or any of it. None of it. Leaving 47%. And of that 47%, a lot of them are in basically apostate, devil-worshiping, as far as I'm concerned, churches that have no life in them. They celebrate every manner of sin. There's only a small tiny minority of true believers that are left we are the salt and light and that light is gradually being extinguished and there's not enough salt to preserve what is left of our rotting and decaying society now when I come back I've got a lot of examples I want you to to hear these are examples and they're frightening They are scary, they are worrisome, but they are also real. Now, do you believe in the work we're doing here at Truth to Ponder? I need to hear from you. If you believe in our ministry, would you consider making a check payable to Ancient Word Radio so we can pay for the shortwave airtime? And our mailing address is 5753 Highway 85 North. That's 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. City is Crestview, Crestview, Florida. And the zip code is 32536, Crestview, Florida, 32536. Also visit our website, truth2ponder.com, to find out more on how to support us and what our mission and ministry actually is.
0: This is truth to ponder with Bob Beerman eating your enemy coming up Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Now, if you've heard the story of Hanukkah, you probably heard that it was about the taking over of the Temple of Israel by a foreign power. I mean, the the nation was taken over and the temple was desecrated. But that's, that's true, but that's not the whole truth. The real story is that long before the nation was taken over and the temple The temple was defiled. There were those of Israel who began imitating the ways of the Gentiles, and they brought the foreigners in. They collaborated with the enemy. The enemy would never have gotten into the temple if it were not for those in Israel who opened the doors and led them in. The very desecration of the temple happened because the high priest guided the enemy into the holy place. This is a real profound thing. You see, the enemy, the real enemy, the enemy of our souls, cannot have a victory over us or over you unless you let him. The enemy can't stop you in God unless you let him stop you. He can't stop you from doing God's will unless you let him stop you. He can't defile you or plunge you or oppress you or anything unless you let him. Don't let him. Every time you give in to sin, you're collaborating with the enemy. Whenever you give in to sin or temptation, you're aiding the enemy of your soul. You're waging war against your own soul. In God, you're on the winning side, my friend, and you cannot help but win as long as you follow God. Unless you let the enemy do it. So stop giving into sin. Why should you aid your own enemy? Instead of that, aid your friend. Do God's will and you'll win. Want more? Ask for the collaborators. Now, hidden for 2000 years, the awesome mystery of the temple doors. You'll love it. And sapphires guaranteed to help you become strong and victorious in the Lord. A free gift subscription. How do you get these? all free, these gifts. Well, just remember Jesus' is a real human name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. So to receive your free gifts, just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed, but call now. That's one 800 S H U A one I invite you to join me in bringing salvation to God's ancient people, Israel, and to blanket the earth, to touch the nations of the world, those, the lost and the perishing. The farthest way you can ever spread the gospel ever is through shortwave Radio. It's, it's amazing. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 that's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1 or you can write me direct here's how let's write to the nice Jewish boy box 1111 Lodi L-O-D-I New Jersey 07644 that's the nice Jewish boy box 1111 Lodi L-O-D-I New Jersey 07644 till next time this is Jonathan Kahn saying Shalom Anechem peace be to you my friend and Messiah Or Ha Or the light of the whole world.
1: This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of our weekend edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Now, I know that some of you only hear this program maybe one day a week perhaps because of your schedule, maybe because the station that airs it only airs the weekend edition. And I know of a few that only are able to currently air the weekend edition, And I'm, but I'm thankful for the opportunity, don't get me wrong. If you want to hear more about this program, you can simply go to our website, which is truth2ponder.com. truth the number 2, ponder.com. Truth, the number two ponder.com. Right there, On the homepage, if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see all the most current and recent episodes. You can also find where to listen. Uh, We have a lot of, we even have a show archive going all the way back to the very beginning of Truth to Ponder. All that is at our website. Where to listen, a little bit, you can find out even about who I am, the show archive. How to support this ministry and why. And something else that some of you are beginning to to notice and use, and that is we have a tab for prayer request. Now we're not gonna get on the radio and talk about your particular need. And you know, I, I, I just just know that, that we're praying for you. And I may share the general information with with a few close ministry friends as we take your need to God's throne of grace. Now, this world is in deep trouble. This this country, the United States is in a really bad place. England, United, you know, United Kingdom, Australia, Canada, you're far worse off. You've been heading down this pathway. This narcissistic pathway of self-indulgent spirituality longer than the United States. But now that the, shall I say, the non-believers have vastly overtaken the believers, our descent into the pits of hell is getting a little bit quicker. The idea of controlling your thought processes and what you can say and do on social media, there's a new narrative out there, you dare not challenge it. It doesn't matter if it's the virus or sexuality. You don't challenge it. Even major corporations have fallen into this trap. Disney, which I think is currently run by a bunch of very perverted, evil people that are trying to have a gateway to get to your kids and grandkids and great-grandkids. The Disney of Walt Disney is dead. It is a rotting corpse. It's gone. They want to push transgender and gay characters on little kids that know nothing about human sexuality. But they think it's vitally important. They will lie and misrepresent things. Now, where does all this come from? I'm going to say it. You can laugh at me, and I really don't care. I'm a big boy now. The Bible talks about demons, and they're real. They're actual beings. Now we may have these popular mythological idea of what a demon looks like. You know, Hollywood has this, you know, the weird, ugly creatures, looks like gargoyles or worse. The Bible doesn't really describe what they look like, but the Bible does make it clear they are powerful, even though they are limited and ultimately in the end they're defeated. They're the angels that followed Satan in rebellion against God. They love rebelling against God. It's all they got. They have many different names, unclean spirits, evil spirits, false gods. Yeah, many of the false ancient gods that demanded human sacrifice are described in in the Bible clearly, both in the Old and New Testament, as demons. You're worshiping demons. Abortion, by the way, is nothing but a modern-day extension of the worship of Moloch, which is forbidden. Moloch, in order for a couple to have a thriving and happy life, just sacrifice your firstborn child. Have it burned alive to the god Moloch, and you will be happy and prosper. Abortion offers the happiness and freedom, too. Only difference today with technology, you don't hear the screams of the children, so we don't have to dance and shout and sing anymore. It's all done in this nice little sterile environment. You know, the worst part is evil likes to brag about what it does. And, and I want you to listen. This is from social media. This These are what you're about to hear, in short order, are very real individuals with postings they made on social media. These are real people. This is not made up. These are the people. These are the people, in many cases, that are teaching your children in elementary school and preschool. Now, kind of hold on and don't scream at your radio or whatever device you're hearing the program on, as this gal explains.
2: I had a gynecologist appointment today to um, get an Explanon implant in my arm, and uh, which is birth control, by the way. Uh, and my gynecologist is usually pretty um, respectful. I've only had two appointments, but uh you know she's respected me as a trans person. Well today, as I was checking out for my appointment, I was standing right there in front of her and she starts talking to the woman that's the the nurse that's checking me out and she misgendered me right in front of me. I didn't say anything because it was ten o'clock in the morning. that's early for me and it just didn't seem worth it. Maybe I'll confront her my next appointment in six months if i remember
1: now to give you some background to kind of help you just a little bit that is a woman who is transitioning to be a man who happens to be a (laughs) when you look at the information on her page his page whatever i guess i just misgendered her yeah i misgendered she's a preschool teacher and I want to share with you, ready for this, another elementary school teacher. Now, listen carefully. These are the people that are being hired all over the country to teach our children. Here is from their own social media. Here's another teacher of very young minds. And I took off my mask to blow my nose, and I just hear a kid loudly whisper, oh,
2: she's a boy. And I was like, yeah, you got it, kid. You totally got it. So today was full of little happy gender euphoria moments. I got called Mr. Micah a lot today. Well, completely femme, and that was really heartwarming that the kids just got it. But my favorite reaction, and it sums me up so well, I feel like, is uh, I was in a new classroom and I took off my mask to blow my nose and I just hear a kid loudly whisper, oh, she's a boy. I was like, yeah, you got it, kid. You totally got it.
1: Now, what we actually have is a person who is transitioning and I can't figure out which direction they're going somebody in a dress with a beard, and this is a preschool teacher. For crying out loud, this is a preschool teacher in a public school. Don't tell me this is not demonic. This is either extreme mental illness left untreated being encouraged, or it's demonic. I know abortion's demonic because... It is human sacrifice for a, a God. And when you see churches and you see some of these lesbian priestesses in the Episcopal Church and Methodist pastors and women pastors with tattoos in the Lutheran Church, all celebrating and praying for abortion clinics to continue. These are Moloch worshiping Satanists, running around, preaching a false gospel, and leading people straight into hell. No place funded by government is even safe anymore. Let me give you an example. Here is a young librarian at a public library in a relatively conservative state and community. Now remember, it's the public libraries in, p- in places like Greenville, South Carolina, that had drag queen, uh, drag queen story hour. So, So here is a librarian and how she deals with her sexuality as a librarian, like I really care, and why does it need to be flaunted, And why do you feel the need to be recruiting among younger people?
2: Sorry, I haven't made any content lately. Life happens so much. But I will say uh, that one of the smartest things that I have done at the library so far is simply put a pride flag behind me with a picture of my girlfriend. And I did the same thing that I did when I worked at Barnes & Noble, and I stuck tiny flags on the Valentine's display to indicate which books were LGBT. So the kids don't even have to ask about it. They can just grab them. This job is truly the best.
1: Do you understand why for months and months on this radio program and my prior radio program for years, I have spoken out against public education, the loss of faith in our society, the shall we say, God being kicked out of the marketplace of ideas and being belittled by the media. Hey, I got news for the media. Someday, someday, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, including yours at MSNBC, every one of you, your knee will bow. You'll no longer hold yourself as God any longer. We are fighting spiritual warfare. Now, it is getting really sick. I mean, there's another one. This also from social media. This is a real deal. This is, and see if I understand this. I I have to look at this. Um, You've got this father, this male, who is transitioning to be a girl who is the father of a little child, prepubescent, that is also going through gender transition. In other words, the father's confused, and he's becoming a girl, and the son or the daughter, I don't know which direction it's going. I couldn't quite figure it out. But he has a real dilemma. Dilemma because he's got a little child that needs to be transitioning. It's desperate, it has to be done. I know it has to be done, and I need your help. This is an actual person on social media. Listen carefully. This guy is crazy. This guy is demonic. This guy, I believe, is possessed. So, for those of you that don't know, my name is Lyric.
2: today making a video that isn't like the other content that I typically make um basically I'm raising money to help fund my son's transition related costs I'm sharing this with his permission um basically we already have a diagnosis of gender dysphoria for him um we have gotten his blood work done and we need to start him on puberty blockers as soon as possible now, I personally, I didn't. I transitioned later, so I wasn't familiar with how puberty blockers worked. Um, basically, my insurance doesn't cover this, which is wonderful, right? Um, the generic version of Lupron that we have a twenty-two and a half milligram dose that is going to cost out of pocket four hundred and sixty-eight dollars per shot, and each shot lasts three months. So we need four of these a year um, it's what close to $2,000 um, I have already exhausted most of my funds I need help I want to raise money to help cover his transition related costs as um, it's very difficult to come up with that sort of money on short notice um, I know that I'm asking a lot But I would do anything to make sure that he is able to continue his
1: transition. Dude, I looked at your video and you are a dude. You are not a girl. You never will be a girl. Only in your mental illness or demonic possession will you ever believe that you're a girl. You're the father of a child that you're about to abuse and destroy. And you've got a willing government and the federal government that thinks it's all a great idea. These people are sick. This is demonic. These are unclean and evil spirits. We've allowed this to happen. We've opened the gateway. We've allowed the floodgates. We no longer have Christians standing in the gap. By the way, dude... $468 a shot. Now, your your other content is all, you know, you do all this stuff, and you've got your expensive MacBook, and you've got your iPhone. You've got all your toys. I can see how you live. You're not living in poverty at all. $468 is actually, it's not $2,000 a year, just in case you didn't know. It's $1,872, which comes out to $156 per month. (sighs) $156 per month. Let's put it another way, okay? Let's do a little bit more math here. If it's $1,872 divided by $365 a day, that's well, three hundred days. You know, it's it's five dollars a day. Maybe you can stop buying the Starbucks, the fast food, the junk food. Maybe you can stop buying all that. You know, the trinkets you have plastered into your face, all the metal work, all the tattoos. You don't know how you don't even have any responsibility with money. So you're having to beg other people for $5 a day so you can use that $5 to destroy your child. May you burn in hell if that happens, is my opinion. I know I'm not supposed to judge. I'm angry. I'm getting sick and tired of our federal governments in the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, Australia, France, Germany, thinking this is normal. It is not normal. It is sick and satanic, but you dare not speak against it. It's like I think she's already been demoted <laughs> the the new White House press secretary. What's important about her is she's female, black and a lesbian. And that's supposed to be what we clap our hands and celebrate. She's female, black and and a homosexual. A lesbian. Turns out she's a terrible press secretary. So why was she ever given the job? She is worthless as a press secretary, but she was hired because she is a black woman and she happens to be a lesbian. I don't realize, I never knew that was your qualifications to be a journalist or, or a press secretary. But this is the sick world which we now are living in. And let me explain something, and I want you to really comprehend this. These are just a couple of mild examples. I saw things out there in my research that were vastly worse, and I just couldn't play them on this program. They were that obscene, that filthy, that depraved, that sick, and yes, that demonic. When Christians when Christians are no longer standing in the gap, the powers of hell get to run loose on this world. There's nothing to bind them. Look, Jesus ran into these demons, these unclean spirits, over and over and over again. This is nothing new. This is nothing new. And now, I believe the demons are doing a better job, to be quite honest, than many Christians in looking for the signs of Jesus' return. Let me be quite blunt. The church has done an ineffectual job. Much of the church is now woke, broke, and unchristian. And I don't care how angry you get at me. Some of these churches have literally sold out the gospel to a damnable heresy. They celebrate every nature of sin. They reject the divinity of Jesus Christ. They reject that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh to the Father except by the Son. They don't even believe in the virgin birth. They're questioning, and they don't believe often in the resurrection but they love their vestments, their stained glass windows, and celebrating every manner of sin under a rainbow flag. These churches are nothing but satanic temples. True Christians are now the minority, and increasingly we're being shoved, shoved into the ghettos. Facebook, Twitter, all the social media, Google, you name it, have been pushing using the terms like disinformation or hate speech to put Christians into an electronic ghetto. Hey, I'm thankful this this radio program is still being heard, still being heard, believe it or not, as a podcast. You can hear it on iTunes and a bunch of other places. I don't know how long that'll last. I... I push this program out through two sources that then push it back out again. By the way, if you ever hear advertising at the beginning of the program, I get nothing out of it. The platforms do. I don't. The one Christian platform that I use, Podpoint, they don't add any commercials that I'm aware of, but I also pay for that service. But when it gets pushed out through Google and everybody else, you know, iHeartRadio, yeah, it's bound to be compromised by some kind of commercials. I have no control over that. So I'm a believer in shortwave radio. We are fighting spiritual warfare. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. The church needs to learn spiritual warfare. Because if we don't, we're going to pay a price. We already are paying a price. And I think that we learned during the pandemic how ill-prepared the church really was. Now, next week, I'm going to be getting into spiritual warfare. You know, it's easy to point this stuff out, and I had to point it out today. We're being lied to things get misrepresented, we get lied about, we get marginalized. But you want to know something? It's still well with my soul. I still can declare victory in light of this horrific world in which we live, because I know that each day that passes, we become closer to the day that Jesus breaks the sky and returns to claim his own. That's why I keep doing this. That's why my wife and I are looking to where to settle ourselves for the future. I've got people that are clergy that I'm going to be working with to help develop their ministries for a time such as this. I'll be talking about that next week. To keep us on short wave, hey, next month, you know, the month of June is just about here. Can you help us? Make sure we stay on Shortwave Radio. If you can, make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Mail it to Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North. That's 5753 Highway 85 North. Number 3248. 5753 Highway 85 North. Number 3248. The city is Crestview. One word, Crestview, Florida. And the zip code is 32536. Crestview, Florida, zip code 32536. Until next week at this same time, may God richly bless you, is my prayer. This has been Truth to Ponder
0: with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two. Ponder.com. Truth to Ponder. Shining the light of truth in a darkening world. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and AutoPay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.